Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of The Southern Gen. It's always your boy, Eddie, and this week's episode is going to give you a little razzle-dazzle, okay? So, my guest is none other than Nina Burgess. We've known each other since high school, which was many years ago in the double digits, and just to see her story, to see how she's overcome obstacles was very inspiring to me and I know will be inspiring to you all. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of The Southern Gen. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. It's your boy, Eddie, here with The Southern Gen. And this week is a new week. So welcome to another Wednesday. I know I'm excited to see another one. I hope you are too. It's hump day. We're almost close to the Friday for those who work a regular week because guess what? It has been a long week and I'm so excited for this next episode. I have known my next guest for years. I'm not going to say how many years because I just had a birthday and I'm already feeling it. So I'm just going to say it's been several years (laughs) in the double digits, okay? (laughs) And I have the honor and the privilege of having none other than Nina Burgess on the show. Let's give it up, audience. My audience is me. (laughs) We both the audience, yes. Yes. So Nina, what's going on? Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Okay, so yeah, we've been knowing each other since when? High school. High school. <laughs> yes. I remember yes. we talked a lot about, I think at one point we both had the same number or something for like many, many years. Yes. Yeah, we've had a long history and we were the, I think we had, we were voted something in the yearbook together, like most friendliest or something together. You know what? Don't make me lie because my memory back then. Okay, it just came back to me because I show I barely remember yesterday. So. <laughs> Thanks. But I do remember something like that. I remember us being voted most something, but I cannot remember what it was, but it was both of us. Yes. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a throwback for y'all. Now don't Ooh. go digging it up looking to see either, okay? Okay. I'm telling well, the people so, that we're gonna be looking. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't look at my stuff. Please don't. <laughs> we do not need to go back memory lane. That was oh. not my best years. <laughs> no ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm um Right now, I'm in Dallas. I've been in Dallas for about ooh, 12 years. I left um, at about 2008-9. I, I kind of got an MO where if I didn't leave West Memphis, like I was going to get stuck. I was going to get sucked in. I felt myself like if I don't leave, I'm going to get sucked in. So my sister had my nephew, and she was living in Fort Smith. So I just decided to move in with her. And I was like, you know what? I'll be your nanny. I just need to get away. So I moved to Fort Smith for about a year. And then I came to Dallas one year for Christmas. And I just didn't live. Like I left, literally left my sister hanging. Didn't have no babysitter, no nanny, just, just vibes. Like, <laughs> But I just knew I had to get away. I knew it was something bigger for me. I didn't know what exactly it was. But I just always knew it was something more for me outside of Arkansas. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make it work. Like, my sister always jokes with me. She was like, you truly live your life. Like, you just wing it. Like, I truly do. (laughs) I really do. I wing it. It's just, I learned a long time ago, um, I won't have the typical life. I learned that very early just growing up in church. Um, and being told like, oh, you have this gift, you have the gift of vision, you have this and that. And I was, I used to run away from, I don't want that type of responsibility. I don't, I used to have these dreams that were so vivid. I used to ask my, my pastor, like, what, what is, what is going on? Like, why am I seeing all this stuff? And I did not want that responsibility. Um, 
but I, I learned very early that I didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. When it's when it's when when it's gifted to you, you don't have a choice. You can't sit on it. God won't allow you to sit on it. Um, so I was always in that mode, like even down here, just job to job. Honestly, I never was a person that um, had my life mapped out because I honestly didn't know. Mm-hmm. I literally did not know what I was going to do in my life. I just know I wanted more. I wanted better. That was it. And it was very lonely because I didn't live my life like the typical person my age because of my faith, because of people just didn't understand the decisions that I made. Like everything that I do is an assignment. Mm-hmm. It's like assignment. Okay, your time's up. Assignment, assignment. And that's very lonely um, sometimes because everybody doesn't understand that you're living your life from a spiritual standpoint. Right. Um, so that can be very difficult. Um, I had to learn that very early. Um, so just being in the midst of that, living here, losing my mom early at 21, going through that grief, um, I feel like I had to grow up really fast mm-hmm. in some areas. Um And to be quite honest, like within the last year, I started feeling like I'm living and not existing. Mm. Ooh, I'm gonna write that down. Let me. (laughs) 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 I forgot to get my. I knew I was gonna need a pen and paper. I got my notebook. Here I am. Yes, that is amazing. Yes, go into that. You know, because I, I tried to do the, like, I thought I was really, I went vegan a few years back. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm really about to cleanse myself and my soul, baby. I was not doing anything, like, terrible. Like, that was nothing. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was eating better, but my spirit was still heavy. Like, I dealt with depression for so long. I probably, I didn't know what it was because I felt like I was living my life through a different lens, but I, I feel like I was depressed as early as age five. Yeah. Um, and just dealing with that, not knowing that I was depressed and just I was very different from my family because outside looking in, perfect family. But of course, we all have problems. We all have issues. But I really dealt with depression a whole lot. And especially in a black household, that's not something that we just easily pinpoint. OK, like yeah. we're just like, oh, that girl is depressed. Yeah. No, we just gonna say, oh, that girl crazy. You know what I'm saying? She's shy. She low down. Like, she just yeah. attitude. You know what I'm saying? Right, we don't call right. it depression. <laughs> because really there's so don't. many other things that depression causes, and people don't realize that. They really don't. It's, it's very hard to just, and I think for parents, too, you don't want to tell yourself, like, I'm doing something wrong. You kind of feel like you're doing something wrong, and that really wasn't the case. Right. Mine was actually hereditary mm-hmm. um, because it, I my mom dealt with it, um, so I, I definitely get it from my mom's side. Even her mother dealt with it. They were on medication. Mm-hmm. My mom was very vocal about her mental health even before she passed, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's why I'm very vocal and very open about speaking about it, um, because she was. She had no shame. Um, and her always her name was Sheila so she was Sheila loved Sheila like she didn't care like she just lived fearlessly and she would own her mistakes as much as her success and I think I learned so much from that and just seeing her the whole process I saw her when she was on medication I saw when she was off medication I remember when she was trying to pray herself off medication it was hard because she was just a person of exhibited perfection and everybody ex- ex- they expected perfection mm-hmm. and she couldn't say no and after a while it just she hit a she hit a stopping point and when she became when she started healing from that I watched that whole journey and I think this really just gave me the the courage and the bravery over all these years to just be open about it because she was open about it um she never tried to hide it um but it was just a blessing for them because I feel like she laid the foundation for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've all, it's crazy because, woo, I knew I should have been on medication a long time ago. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just go ahead and put that out there. 
<laughs> some people need medication. Some people just need therapy. Whatever works for you. Right. But because of that being in my genes, because it was so prevalent on my mom's side, it was quite necessary. I did have a suicide attempt in 2007. So I finagled my way out of getting out of prescription medication for that. And it took me to have a miscarriage to get on medication. Wow. And you know when that was? When was that? August of last year. Wow. That battle (laughs) all these years, or or you? Yes, I it it became normal to me. Mm. That's how when I when they gave me. They made me fill out this form for depression and anxiety. And they were like, you scored really high. And I was like, I thought I did well. (laughs) Yeah. That's how normal when you're in that hole for so long, when you're just living under this dark cloud in this dark hole, that's literally what it is. I thought it was normal. Yeah. And it took for me to just be like, you know what? I give up fighting off this. I was like, you know, I'm just. But sometimes that's is is it, it doesn't work that way. And it's okay yeah. if you do need medication. It's truly okay. It like is. I have no shame because my life changed in the midst because that was one of my lowest points of my life. And my life changed in the midst of that. In my life, however, it's gotten so much better, mm-hmm. progressively better. Mm-hmm. Every week, every month, I'm just so grateful for that. But like I said, it took for me to have a miscarriage. And sometimes that's what it takes because we're so hard-headed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we God all- just be like, girl, I'm trying to tell you, like, this is not normal. Like, how many, <laughs> how many signs are you just going to keep missing? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And he will do that. He will totally do that. And that's it. It was it was very like eye opening for me. But that's one of the best decisions I ever made. I do recommend if it's you know I know sometimes it can take a while to find the right one. So if you are in the process of trying to get the right medication, just please be mindful of that. But it's okay. Like do not be ashamed of that, honey. Like that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's so normal. It is so normal. I did not know how normal it was to be on it. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's so many people that some folks we don't even know about, some of our favorite celebrities, some of our yes. friends in our circles, and it's, it is not something to be ashamed. So let me first thank you for sharing because that it was really, it's really eye-opening now because it was your Facebook story where I just was like, I got to have you on the show. <laughs> And I think it's nothing but a divine intervention because I've been also battling with my own things. And it was this year. No, I'm sorry. End of last year where I was diagnosed as bipolar. And it was a very scary diagnosis for me because you hear this term and it's Mm -hmm. connected to so much negativity. Mm -hmm. And so what it meant was my brain and my mental health was just configuring in a different way and I needed a new medication. And so I had been on medication for about five years, but that was a long time for a misdiagnosis because you do have to, just like you said, you have to try your medications and you also have to try your therapist out because my therapist misdiagnosed me several times I've gone through And I was just going because I was like, hey, I'm here and not really doing anything in therapy, just talking about those problems, not really doing much work. So, yes, I totally applaud you for um, finally listening to the Lord and, you know, working (laughs) on medication. And then also for being so willing to share with people because I know how many people need to hear this. It's so necessary. It's so because I've always been a person. Like, I don't want nobody in my business. I, I just I've always just been private. It's not that I've, you know, 
I'm just a private person, just naturally. I'm just to myself. I just, I enjoy my own company. (laughs) When I'm miserable, my my misery doesn't love company. Like, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) So I've, I've always been like that. However, it's just like, I've had too many people in my life tell me, you can't, you're not meant to be behind the scenes. I know you want to be, but you're not meant to be behind the scenes. This is not what your grandmother, this is not what your mother worked for. They have laid the foundation. This is not in your blood. This is not, this is not going to happen. Like I've been told, like, you should be doing this and you should be doing. I'm like, if I don't have, I know I could be good at a lot of things, but if I don't have a passion for it, I'm not going to do it. I don't care how much money it involves. Right. Right. I can't, I can't do it. If, if I'm not led to it, if God doesn't give me the, the desire for it, there's nothing I really can do with that. Um, so now it's just like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna start listening now. I'm tired of being hard headed, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm tired of being scared. You know, sometimes you get tired of being scared, you're tired of get tired of being fearful because you know what you deserve, you know what you're supposed to be doing, you know that you're supposed to be doing more. We're all here to be of of service in some type of way. Mm-hmm. And it's it is it's necessary for you to follow along with that. Like it's it's so necessary. And it's, I kind of feel like I wish I had more people like me mm-hmm. that grew up with me that were a little bit more vocal about the things that they were going through. Like, I don't want to be ashamed of anything. Like, and you're not going to use my past against me. Like, no, somebody could come off this pocket. Like, I already knew that. I already knew she had a, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you can't use that against me. I don't care. You live your story. Like this ain't this ain't for this is not for the mess. Like, baby, I'm on to bigger and better things. Like, all I want to do is help. That's all. I, I'm I, I'm just here to help. I'm all here for unity. I'm mm-hmm. not here for the games. I'm really here to help, baby. Stuff. It's just too much business that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. It's too much. It's it's too much that needs to be done. And honestly, it's like I'm tired of sitting on my gifts. Sometimes you have to big yourself up. You have to see yourself the way God sees you. And, and we don't always look at ourselves like that. We don't look at ourselves unconditionally. I'm about to like say, you need to be my life coach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so crazy. I'm still in the midst of all this myself. Like I have to talk to myself in the mirror. I have talked to myself all day out loud. Like that, like I'm still in the midst. Like I'm shedding Trying mm-hmm. to figure out what I'm taking with me. What do I keep? What do I, what do you know what I'm saying? What do I leave? Like, you know, because a lot of stuff that we kind of, we think like a lot of things that we're trying to keep, like their personality traits. Like, no, they're not. <laughs> That's not a part of your personality. You think it is, but it's not. Like, it's just something that you're wanting to hold on to. You have to shed that. It's something comforting about that, whatever you're trying to hold on to. And I think that's something that I'm dealing with right now. I'm just in the midst of finding myself. Yes. I, and that you now you said that um, the personality trait, one thing that I always said that was me was how I could always have such a quick comeback or something real petty and nasty if somebody mm-hmm. came back to me. And I was like, well, that's sharing negativity. And <laughs> yes, it was something that I was used to, but that wasn't just necessarily my personality. Right. It was more so of a behavior. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm learning that I actually have a session. By the time this airs, I'll be on head my session. But I'm so excited for therapy because that's one thing that I'm working on shedding those things of the past that I hold on to so closely and it's really hard to do sometimes. So I'm doing the work, but I have to admit when you are going through your journey, your mental health journey, your spiritual journey, your natural journey, there will be things you have to shed. People you have to shed. Actions you have to shed. And it will be sometimes uncomfortable but that discomfort will only be last for the duration of that time. Just think about the other end of things when you feel lighter, when you feel your spiritual essence just yes. almost oof, illuminating is what I'm trying to say. Yes, you illuminate 
once you let go of these things. So I'm looking forward to the other side. I know. It's so exciting. This was like, oh, this is really what life is about now. Like, okay. <laughs> I, this is what it's about. Like, I'm really not meant to suffer. I know it's ghetto down here, but I'm really not meant to suffer like this, you know? <laughs> hey, totally not. So one thing that you mentioned in your story was like not letting life's low moments define you. So what are some of the, what is like something you would tell yourself in order to kind of get out of that low moment or get out of that lull? What are some of the things you would tell yourself? Oh, what would I tell myself? You know what? I really don't know how I got out. It, I think a lot of times it was just God. My mom comes to me a lot she does mm -hmm. it's so crazy she so that comes across my phone a lot at the most random mm -hmm. times at the most necessary times um when i it's crazy because when i'm most stressed when i was very depressed um i would see my mom in my dreams i could never remember what happened but i remember her face Mm -hmm. and that was comforting to like it's it's okay girl i'm here you know what i'm saying like i got I you hear her voice. i got you i got you you know like i know she got some special requests going on up there for me so um i think just thinking of her because that was my bestie like mm -hmm. i fell apart after her i fell apart and just thinking of her was like that just kept me going and just god because it was just like, I, I just kept being reminded, like, I didn't give you this for a reason. I, I, I gave you this. I didn't give you this just to sit on it. I didn't give you this. Like, you're stronger than this. Mm -hmm. And I just had to keep reminding myself, like, I just kept pushing. I kept pushing. I just kept pushing. And I did, to be quite honest, I, I had my moments where, of course, I wanted to commit suicide at times. Mm -hmm. Um and honestly, the reason why I didn't do it, because I was like, you know what? If I do this, I'm not going to see my mama. That's how I saw it. Oh, yeah. And being, and also, my, also my reasoning was, is I never, I just felt like at the end of the day, I have, I have work to do. Yes. I definitely. won't be allowed to leave until I finish what's supposed to be done. So I, I just got to stick with this. So I just really just stay just, I talk a lot to God. I think that's one of the main things that we have to normalize. Maybe mm -hmm. talk to yourself and talk out loud. Stop with these silent prayers in your head. Yes. Stop. Yes. Speak. There is power in your tongue. Right. You have to speak everything. You can't hide anything. I need you to let it all out. Just let, I'd really talk to God. I'd be like, I was okay, God, like, like, you know what happened today? Like, you really, did you see that? I really talked to him like that because I re I need that connection. And plus, I, you know, I don't like everybody in my business. So, you know, it's just easier to get, get out yeah. anyway. It's a but direct it's so connection up there. <laughs> <laughs> I have literally wailed in my house because it's just I don't, when I don't know what words to say, you know, like in the old days, like you see, when I, I will ooh. literally just walk around and wail and just, you know, try to um, almost fester the spirit into a place to where it's like, oh, yeah. I don't know what to feel. And so then I have this almost emotional revolution. It's, I Sometimes I'll be shouting up in my own house. So it's Same. really just doing what you have to do, whether it's music. Or whether it's prayer, and yes, praying out loud to me is a necessary factor because you know God hears our, He knows our thoughts. But hearing it from, like you said, that power in the tongue of life and death, and when I speak life over situations, more than likely, you know, God comes through and will either help bring me comfort to whatever situation it is. Mm -hmm. Or he will definitely do that thing that I spoke out. So, yeah, I'll be in that little thing. Praying oh, yes. off. You have to. You really, it, It's so necessary. Like, well, it, that's the thing about it. 
And I think that's what he looked like because it's just so much inside of us that sometimes words just don't come out. Baby, mm-hmm. you got to scream that thing out. You got you have to mm-hmm. wail. You have to lay out on the floor, stretched out before God, and just like, I don't know what's going on. It just lay there just because sometimes you just have to cry. You just have to let yourself be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Allow him like that's why I always so glad I, I, I always thank God for not being like man because I'm like if he was I wouldn't trust him like mm-hmm. I, I'm so grateful because I know I can put all my faith in him like I know he's not gonna steer me wrong in any in any way like if it's not coming now it's coming later mm-hmm. or he's 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 working some stuff behind the scenes I always say like you know if you can't give me understanding about it just don't let me fester over it. Don't let me overthink it. Just allow me to just let it go. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. It's just I'm in the space of just going with the flow. Whatever is coming my way, whatever is in need of my attention will be, will have my attention for that moment or for that day. And I have to be okay with it. And I think once you know that you can be proud about that, you can feel good about that, and you're less stressed. Like I, I am a warrior. Like when I, I'm, at, I'm not talking about like W A R I. Like I am worry. I worry a lot. It was mm-hmm. my depression, my anxiety, hand sweating, just overthinking, just just fidgety. I worry about everything. And now it's to the point where it's just like, okay, well, okay, it just happened. Whatever. Like it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually getting to that point because just like you, I'm an avid worrier. And when my anxiety flares up, it is a whole nother type of person. And it seems like I have it all together, you know, on social media or, you know, where people see me on the top of the tick. And I'm really trying. That's why I love the podcast, because if you listen to the podcast, you get a different Mm-hmm. perspective and so yes i am an avid worrier my anxiety be freaking me out and that imposter <laughs> syndrome is real because i think about myself and i hate talking about myself right so i hate listing my like accolades or whatever mm-hmm. and when i do i'm like oh my gosh i'm like doing a resume i can do everybody else's resume but when i do mine i be like oh lord or even I could be going to a party and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. Who's all going to be here? Where's parking? And I'm just like, chill out. And so now I talk to myself and I be like, what you stressing for? And I talk to myself just like I would want a friend to talk to me. Right. So, <laughs> that's important. That's so important. You have to give yourself that person that you needed when you were younger. You know, mm-hmm. you have to give yourself that. You got to parent yourself. Yeah. You truly have to parent yourself. That's unlearning and learning. You, It's so hard to be so gentle with ourselves. Like we can be gentle with others, but it's when it comes to ourselves, like we are so hard on ourselves, so mm-hmm. hard. That's mm-hmm. why I always say, please, please always celebrate your wins whether they're big or small nobody knows your strife like you do nobody knows what you've been through but you do like if you were supposed to work out and you only did you thought you was gonna do 30 minutes but you end up doing five you normally don't work out celebrate that five minutes you right celebrate your five minutes every it's everything doesn't happen overnight you have to build yourself up little by little it's not gonna happen overnight every that's why i always said like i stopped telling people uh, friends, family, the things that I was accomplish- accomplishing, even the little things that I was getting over because they don't understand how big it was for me. And then I would kind of be mad because I'm like, you're looking for a reaction, but they don't understand what's going on with you. They don't, they, they don't know. They weren't walking in your shoes. They weren't there. They don't know how big this is for you. They don't know the trauma behind all this. Only you do. So mm-hmm. you have to celebrate that. Stop looking for other people to celebrate you. You celebrate that. Go get yourself some ice cream. Go buy you some perfume. Go do whatever. What whatever it is. But yeah. you must celebrate all your wins, or you're gonna constantly feel like you're failing. Mm-hmm. And that failing feeling is not something that we're not meant to fail. 
Like, that's just not what it is in life. Like, consistently, you know, there may be some things that you consider a failure. But to me, I the things that I've not accomplished, instead of saying failure, I'd be like, I haven't accomplished that yet. Or I haven't mastered this. Or I haven't oh, I like that. that. Because there's always a chance for something else. If I really, really want it, I'm going to do what it takes to get it. But at the same time, I have to understand and sit and sometimes be still and assess and check in because that may just not have been my thing. So mm-hmm. there, there is a, a balance in there. It's just saying, just like you said, celebrate those things that you do have and the things that you do not, you know, it may be for you, maybe not. Continue to try to be the expert. So like one of the things that I'm doing, even with my drag stuff, I'm constantly going. I'm constantly getting bookings. I'm constantly trying to learn how to do all these things. So if there's something that you're passionate about that you want to do, mm-hmm. it's not uh, one roadblock does not mean that you're at the end of the road. It's just one block that you have to go around and get to your outcome. So yes, people, celebrate yourselves. Celebrate every win and just like Nina said, if there is something that you may quote unquote fail on, get you, get you reward yourself for something else, you know. I, we're, all, just, we're all a work in progress. I love my Bean and Jerry, so you know. I, I know that's right. I love nice. my Salenti, honey. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes! So, another reason that I always always loved you it's like that was this moniker that you had okay and it is autumn sunrise (laughs) (laughs) can you tell me the story behind that because it's been around for a while and i think i've just fallen in love with it that's how i normally (laughs) find you when you disappear from everything i know (laughs) you know what i don't even know why I i think i was just trying to be different but it's from the movie Ghost. Like, a lot of people don't know that, but when people recognize it, I get so excited because everybody just <laughs> recognize where I got it from. So oh, course, my gosh. So, of course, it's the same where it's like, you know, Orlando, you like it? It's out in Sunrise. Yeah. Like, trying to contact her, uh, her, her late husband. So, that's where I got it. And I've always loved that part for some reason. I always was so tickled on that part. So, I just, it's always stuck with me. So, I just <laughs> left it at, it's out of Sunrise. <laughs> Because she was talking about her hair. <laughs> Orlando, you like it? Man, that's not my favorite part. Baby, I what you do to not... your hair? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sloppy. I love ghosts, and that is one of my favorite scenes, too. <laughs> I never would have thought. I thought it was something. <laughs> You know how she came up with her name of P Valley or something. It's Autumn something. And oh I like, yeah. I did she have some type of poetic thought? <laughs> oh we. Okay, let me get my life together. Let me get my life together. Cause yes, it's Autumn Sunrise. <laughs> That's what you need when you have your show. Cause I feel like you have like a Iyamla show or something. Oh my goodness! Oh. That's okay. gonna be your theme music. I, you know, I be speaking into people's lives, and they don't. Like, okay, they I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I love it. Oh, okay. So, talk to the people about. We're gonna go back to February for a second because I saw somebody post who, um, is someone that is kind of known in like the community, but they mentioned that they weren't afraid to admit that they were going to their first therapy session. So, like you said, in the Black community, it's not something that we really do, but what would you tell somebody who is out there now and maybe teetering, tottering with therapy, but has not made that step yet? Um, I say do it because it's better to talk to someone that's unbiased, that doesn't know anything about you. Mm-hmm. If anything, that should make you feel more comfortable. <laughs> Cause they can't say anything. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just necessary. Just sometimes we just need to just release. Even if you don't feel like you're getting some feedback, sometimes you need to just go and release and just talk. Cause a lot of times that's all you need to do anyway. It's just to talk to someone about it. Stop holding stuff in. 
holding stuff in it it festers into mm-hmm. sickness like physical sickness depression like it it truly festers. so you want to definitely um get into that I was definitely um skeptical in the beginning so I was one of the skeptics I was just like no it's not no it's not for me but I do feel like it's it's very necessary even if you don't feel like anything's wrong with you it's just good to talk to someone unbiased Mm -hmm. that truly does not know you and just to give you a different perspective on things nobody's there to beat you up nobody's there to you know to make you feel bad about anything it's just your own personal experience um so i really feel like to just release the fear and just go just Just go with it and one of the things that i also admire about you is that you're always glowing okay and so (laughs) (laughs) that is something that comes with growing and glowing because we both had glow ups okay now you was always like fine but now i had a real glow up but (laughs) you just you know what i feel like i i didn't really feel my like you know I'm that girl until maybe a couple years ago. And see, and that's where that's crazy. I have to let people know your glow-ups come in different phases. And so it's not just from, let's say, one period to the next and mm-hmm. from all of that. There is a spiritual and a natural kind of glow-up because recently two of my friends was like, friend, you glowing. And I was like, well, you know, it's not necessarily because, you know, I'm dating or <laughs> any of that. I just feel good. Okay. <laughs> Can when I you let go? Myself? That's really what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to me about that growing and still glowing at the same time. Oh, growing and glowing. You know, through growth it's hard you you go through so much you're growing you're evolving and life is literally kicking your ass (laughs) Mm -hmm. but you know I've learned my mom was always very very adamant about looking your best I was not like that growing up but she was like she you never saw her off she was always on and she always said like when you look good you feel good Mm -hmm. you always have to put your best foot forward and it doesn't always have to be necessarily appearance or anything but when you put more focus on yourself into your self-care you're going to feel good Mm -hmm. and when you are spiritually aligned because my thing is this I didn't really care about money like that I feel like it was always going to come to me money is always abundant to me God has always made sure I have everything that I needed but it's it's I feel like I'm sorry, I kind of my uh I just lost my thought. What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the abundance and growing and stuff yeah, to but, your best foot forward. Yeah, just um just trying to put my best foot forward and when I guess when you're growing and glowing and you're spiritually aligned, that's when I think that the real glow for me when you're not caring about money, when you're truly caring about your spirit, when you're truly caring about what God wants you to do, when you truly care about your spirit more than anything, when you're canceling out all the opinions, all the naysayers, everything, all everybody's talking about what you should be doing. That's when life is going to truly start just blossoming for you because Having money and all that is cool, but when your spirit ain't right, it, it, it don't hit the same, baby. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It don't hit the same. You can have whatever. And I feel like just being spiritually rich is something that money can't buy. You can't put a dollar on peace of mind. No. You cannot put a dollar on peace of mind. And I feel like that's so important. My mom was very big. She used to say that all the time, but it's just like it's very important to embrace your flaws, your mistakes, as much as your success in this process. That's what makes it beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole pro- once you embrace it, it's not going to go your way. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. you I need you to understand out. that. It's not about you. 
totally <laughs> when you really realize it. that that it, it, it changes because it's really not it's not your show I know, you know, you you know, main character syndrome. I've had it. It but it's it's not about you. It's about the greater good. And we're just leaving our own stamp. God has given us our own gifts and we have to use them. And when you use them, you continue to grow, you continue to glow. You just have to start. You gotta face yourself, you gotta look at yourself in the mirror. That's when you start glowing. Mm-hmm. When you see it, and their reflection is right there, and it's no. A lot of us like to look at ourselves in the mirror, honey. It's some stuff that we just keep, you know, pressing down. Don't want to deal with, and that's mm-hmm. why we have these dark clouds around us, and why you wonder why some people don't want to be around you. Oop, say it. You... Just because you ain't talking about it, don't mean people can't feel it. Exactly. Yeah. People just like see people can see the glow. People can see other things. He they can see the enemy too. They really can. I know somebody right now. I saw death all over them. Like all I saw was death over them. Mm. And I know the reason why I was around them was be I was their covering. Mm. Like a protector. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, always on assignment. Um, but that's a, that's a that's a part of it. You have to go with it like whatever God is saying for you to do it you have to know that your blessing is not going to come out your comfort zone Mm-mm. no there is no success in comfort what mm. you're trying to get out of life there is the, all your healing healing is not done in comfort so I want you to get that out your head anybody that's listening you're going to have some good days. You're going to have some bad days. But the glowing comes a part of embracing all of it. When you're like, I really don't feel my best today. You know what? That's all right, though. But I did this. I woke up this morning. I actually did this. And I put this. This is the best that I could do today. I'm okay with it. And I think, like, once you start giving yourself permission to be a human it changes everything just you have to continue just to continue and continue to give yourself permission to be like it's okay it's okay it's okay and that has I've gained peace through that every day I'm just like I'm I'm human I don't know what's gonna happen I um my car got towed I, it took me two days to find out it was told, told on a Wednesday. I didn't find out to a Friday. Had to pay almost $300 to get it out. Ooh. I was like, you know what? I could really just go off about this. But I was like, you know, what? I got my car back. I was able to get the get it out. I had the money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Like, right. it I'm blessed to have a car. I'm blessed to be able to have a place to live. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I started counting everything that I, I was grateful for, just the little yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, what if I didn't have the money? What if I had to, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. there's so many other things that could have been wrong. Like, I just try to see the good in everything. You don't know what can come out of that. And sometimes God will put you through certain things just to see your attitude. Yeah. Yeah. You have to realize that a lot of stuff that we keep going through, he's just trying to see your attitude. A lot of times you may not even have to go through all the work that the next person may do. All you have to do is to be willing but see, sometimes we God put us in stuff and then we catch out. I don't want to do it like this. I don't want it to happen this way. I don't want to end. I don't want to. You can't do that. Cannot. You it's have to like be open. Said, it's just like you said, getting out of the way and not having that main character syndrome. You, yes, this is your story, your life. But you have to get out of the way sometimes. And most times it's your own way that you have to get out of. And if that is one thing that I want to tell people today is just really understand that your place on earth is 
to not dwell on the negative, not dwell on the past, because like you said, there's so much to be grateful for. Even if it's something like, oh, you know, I thank God for my sheets or I thank whoever for my home that I come to. And so that's one thing that I'm working on now is to be more grateful and to not worry about the complaints because I am a complainer and that's another breaking the generational curse I'm trying to get out of. But when you replace those negative thoughts, those complaints with something of gratitude, there is a place in your heart, in your mind, in your body. So every piece of you just feels lighter, feels better, feels freer. You feel more free. It's too much going on in this world to tack on extra stress to yourself. It's way too much. Okay. So speaking of what's going on, we're coming to the end of the show, but I want you to be able to let the people know, what do you have going on? So right now, I'm actually, um, whatever, <laughs> this is what I have going on. God has just been placing certain things in my path. I have no plan for anything, but it's just like things have been being set up right now where I'm just, as you see, I'm a little bit more, um, I've been a little bit more on social media, so I've been getting more out there. Okay. Um. So y'all will be seeing more of me, a little bit more of my rants, and just trying to. I'll be dropping more encouragement for y'all. It's some. It's some stuff coming you guys' way. Um. Yeah. So we'll be. You'll be seeing more of me pretty pretty soon, sooner than you think. Um. But I just want everybody to know out there to just really stay encouraged out there. It's hard. I promise you, y'all. I know. Like I said, the world is already ghetto enough. Don't put no extra stress on you. Give it all to God. I promise you it gets better. Um, and if anybody ever want to talk, you know, my DM is open. You know, if y'all ever just want to hit me up, just talk it out. Like, I I, I am a close book. So, if y'all want to just go ahead and bring it to me. Um, I just really want to reach out because it's so many people that are struggling in silence. And if I can be of help or to help you get some resources or anything, just please let me know because we are not going to continue to be riding around here in silence. Uh, we're here. It's 2022. We get on our stuff. We get therapy. We get our mental health right. We get our bodies right. We get our careers right. We get our lives right. Uh, this pandemic will not hold us back at all. Will not. Will not. And I'm so grateful for you, my boo, for having me here. It's a blessing. You, it has been a tr you are a truly a treasure. I watch you so much, and it's just I smile like you are just like a boost of serotonin. Oh. <laughs> 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 like I ain't even had my medication today, and I got my look. I'm looking at my boo. He already gave me my serotonin for today. Come on, I, I know love, that's right. I love it's just, it's, I'm just so proud of you. I trust and believe, like. You are literally laying down the foundation. All of this is just the beginning for you. I know you have dreams, but they're bigger than what you believe. Okay. Okay. But, but than what you even probably foreseen coming for you. Like it may not happen the way that you want it to. It may not happen the way that you see fit, but it will happen. Do you understand me? I, it's but... going to happen. And it's like, whoo, it's you, you, you will be one of another, one of those people from West Memphis, like your name will be ringing. Your name will be ringing. Okay. <laughs> it will ring. This is only the beginning. I, I trust me. People may not say things to you. You may not hear a lot, a lot of times, but they're watching. The seeds are being planted. Do you understand me? Amen. You may not see them blossoming, but they're blossoming. And it's coming. It's coming. I believe. It's coming. I believe and receive it's, it. It's coming. I promise you, it's coming. So just be willing. Just be ready. It's coming. I'm so proud of you. I'm just, I'm so excited for you. And you just, oh, you're so blessed. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you, love. It's been a blessing. Of course, I had to have you on the show. I believe and receive it tonight. Because I like I told you, I already see, believe 
that the people that you're going to be helping will be monumental. And I say the yellow level, but baby, there's a Nina level that people will have to really understand the impact because like you said, your gifts, your, um, the spiritual gifts that I feel like God has placed on you are really something to treasure and something that I treasure. So please tell the people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram underscore it's autumn sunrise underscore uh, Facebook Nina Burgess. Um, and I'm not really on Twitter that much. So I ain't even going to give y'all that. But yeah, you can <laughs> find me on uh, Instagram for sure. And the tickety talk because I did just follow you. I know. You all the video. <laughs> I'm not even, I don't even know what my username is. That's how much I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I'm getting old. I'm like, I don't know what these clown folks do on here. Oh my God. No. <laughs> they do a lot on there, but I was so excited to see you on there. So when I saw your video, I was like, yes. I'm coming, y'all. I'm coming. Just give me a minute. I'm coming. I got to learn some things, but I'm coming. Yeah. And if there's anything you need, any type of tutorials, because you know that's what a bitch do on social media. So please yes. let me know. I will definitely be a resource for you. Yes. Thank you so much, love. Yes. And thank you all for listening today. I know y'all got a blessing about this one. Because right now, my serotonin is almost flowing through my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely want you all to know that there will be more of the Southern Gent. Normally, I end the season after about 15 episodes, but we're going to keep this season going. So if you want to be a guest on the Southern Gent, please let me know. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. YouTube, all over the place. It's going to be Eddie Weddy, Eddie W Live, Eddie L 6 one of them. But please, yes, please reach out if there's anything that you need as well. So Nina is a resource. I will commit to being that resource as well. And thank you all again for listening. Say ciao, Nina. Bye, ciao.